Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. In this very first episode, Pastor TJ joins me to talk about why we decided to start this podcast. We're going to go behind the scenes as he talks about his creative process and coming up with series and how what goes into writing a message. But make sure you listen until the very end where Pastor TJ shares about his favorite thing about being a pastor. Let's jump into this brand new episode. Hey, TJ, welcome to Coastal's very first midweek podcast. Are you excited? I'm pumped to be here. Oh my gosh, I can't even tell. (laughs) Jeez. Well, today I just wanted to share a little bit about why we're doing this podcast, why we made this decision, and just give people a little bit of insight into who we are. So I don't know if you want to share for a minute on the why. Yeah, the reason why we're doing this podcast is Shayla thought we didn't have enough to do. Oh my So let's just add a few more things Uh, in the weekly routines. Well, you know, you're not busy enough. No, no. All pastors do is drink coffee and, you know, (laughs) (laughs) read the Bible. That's that's our entirety of our job. Seriously, seriously. I think so many people are listening to podcasts right now and it's like something that you're able to find a little bit of a different insight or, you know, expanded knowledge. And even so for you preparing messages and all of that kind of stuff, like there's so much content that you come away with. Yeah. I have a lot of useless information that never makes it in. I I wouldn't say it's useless, but I have a lot of information that makes it, that doesn't make it into a message every week. And so it's an opportunity to share some of that. It's an opportunity to maybe convey some stories that we heard Mm -hmm. from people of situations or testimonies of how their lives yeah. have been changed because of a particular topic or circumstance. Yeah. Cause I or think even message that we shared at, at church over a weekend. Yeah. There's so many people, there's so many stories that we hear of like people that have applied something in the message or have overcome in an incredible way, whether it's, you know, addiction or marriage issues or, you know, whatever it is that have had a process where they've found freedom. And I think we hear so many of those stories and we thought, man, this would be a great platform to be able to to interview people and to give them space to do that, that hopefully inspires, you know, other people along the way. It always inspires me to hear those stories. So we figured, man, what a great way to be able to, to share that with everybody else. Not only that, but it's an opportunity for maybe if you haven't taken the next step, you hear somebody's story that has and go, oh man, it's, it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yes. And so many people struggle with taking that first step, but if we can help you take your first step, then hopefully you'll be able to take the next step yeah. and the next step and the next step yep. and eventually find the freedom or the 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 life that you've been looking yeah. for. And even as a church and, you know, as the lead pastors of this church, one of the things that we always want to help people do is to make it easy to take that step and to find those tools and resources that allow them to do that. And so I think this is going to be a great space to do that, a great space to share kind of extra content information from the weekend and, and hear inspiring stories. So one of the things that I did want to ask you, a question that we get all of the time, 
actually a couple of questions that we get all the time. Like, how do you pick what series you're going to do at church? So how do you do that? Uh, a lot of it is kind of comes out of 21 days of prayer and fasting mm-hmm. in January. You know, that is a great time to really go, hey, God, what are you trying to do this year? What yeah. are you wanting to say to our church? What are some of the the needs that that we're seeing in culture, we're seeing in society yeah. that that you really have answers to? And so, you know, that'll that'll drive, you know, why we did a, a parenting series coming yep. right out of the pandemic. People where, loved that Where series. people were going, man, I've, I've had my kids at home for the last however many months. Mm-hmm. You know, what do I do as a parent? You know, it's, it's driven out of that. It's other things that you just see, like, man, there is a, there's a lack in this element of their spiritual lives that you're seeing across things. You're like, man, God really has something to say here. Yeah. We want to we want to really help you understand this and apply this and to take your next step. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm constantly looking at what's going on inside of our church. Yeah. Um, I'm constantly looking at, at what's going on around our world, and then what is God saying to me? Yeah. You know, like what is God working on in my life? Because if He's working on it in my life and it's becoming real and more relevant, then that's probably something. Yeah. If he's changing me, he probably wants to change some other people because the one thing I've learned as a pastor is is like I'm not really going to preach on something I don't really get or I haven't really done. That's why yes. you've never heard me do a series in the book of Revelation. I don't understand it. I don't <laughs> comprehend it. Uh, and so I'm probably people not, ask us all the time. Yeah, I'm not going to teach out of it because I, w- I don't really feel like I have the authority to go there yeah. in that realm of something that, that God has not done something in my life there. And so I'm always looking at those things and going, okay, here's where we're going to go in these next couple of seasons Mm -hmm. as a church. Mm -hmm. I think that's so good. So also along with the series question, you have to write messages week in and week out. And I know for me, anytime you ask me to speak, I'm like, Oh my gosh, how, how do you, how do you come up with all of this content and this information? And it's like so overwhelming as a pastor, how do you do that on a weekly, weekly basis? You know, what do you do to, prepare messages? What does that process look like for you? That's a question that we get a lot of the time. Like, where do you come up with this stuff? Yeah. uh, I mean, (laughs) in all honesty, there's a lot of different places. Number one, it starts with your own personal devotion to God. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the best messages I have come You're so from. so spiritual. No, I, I'm not, actually. I'm, I'm probably one of the least spiritual people you know. Um, I'll test that. No. <laughs> yeah. I would say you're way more spiritual than I am. Oh, you're you're you. way more committed in, in disciplines than, than I am. Uh, <laughs> it's an unfortunate thing to— That's why you're too. having me speak Yeah, more. that's why I have you speak more. Uh, but it starts there. You know, what is, again, what is God saying to me? And yeah. God, what is God doing in my life? And— you know, I'm reading things for myself, but in that I find a lot of like, here's little outlines, here's little right. things. Like and from your daily From my daily devotionals like that. that I'm doing. Is there some sort of devotional or do you have a process of, of that at all? Like your your daily routine that some of that comes out of and then we'll. Yeah. I mean, my process is, is I use version. Yes. If you uh, haven't downloaded version, man, that's such a phenomenal way to take a practical step in your faith and to start doing devotional. So you do? Yeah, I use version. Uh, I have a, a yearly reading plan that I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm always doing one or two or three of the, the devotionals that they yeah. provide in there that are on a specific subject or, yes. or uh, arena of life. And so, yeah. you know, when we were in our uh, marriage series, I was actually doing marriage devotionals during that so time. Smart. And, and I'm gleaning things from what other people have 
done while also learning for myself. Yeah. And so there's nothing really new under the sun. No, you know, it's not, not at like all. Like it's all original content. Like you know, somebody's had that thought or idea somewhere. Correct. So and you're just learning from. I'm learning so many from different other places, revelations. and then. Uh, a friend of mine might say, hey, I did this series on this. It was the yeah. best series our church ever did. I'd be like, hey, send that over to me. I'd love <laughs> to hear it. I'll take it and I'll make it better. Yes. I, you know, this is going to sound terrible, but God, I, I believe you have eyes, plagiarize, you know. <laughs> <laughs> is that terrible for a pastor to admit? Oh, but the, the goal of everything is, is how do we take this and make it applicable to yeah. our context, our culture, yeah our people and uh I think people won't know this about you but you're constantly reading. I'm like where where is TJ? He is in the bathroom, on the toilet, reading something. Yeah, cuz like, it's the one place nobody nobody bothers you. Well, sometimes uh, I'm like, "Hey, yeah. what are you doing?" <laughs> I I I read anywhere from from 2 to 4 hours a day. Um because in order to produce content, you got to consume yes. content. And you have a lot of content in that brain. Yeah. Sometimes I, I, sometimes this is such a random thought, but sometimes I don't even know guys have so much use, useless information about like, you can remember this sports play like 20 years ago in this one game. And here was the score. It's just crazy to me. And I don't have that ability. No, but, but women have the ability to remember every single detail of their day <laughs> where a guy's like, uh, it was a day. True, so true, it's just different ways of yeah. consuming content. So you, bring it out of your daily devotionals every single day. You're gleaning from other pastors and leaders that, you know, have, have been there or done a great series for their church, gleaning that information from them and then just constantly consuming content by reading. And, yeah, you know, I think some people, and think, I'm always looking for an illustration. Yes. So I'm always illustrations looking, are a big deal. I'm always looking for some crazy moment or some awkward moment or, something that's random that happens in the day. And, you know, I, I don't look at those things as random things that happen in the day. I look at those as these are God opportunities to be able to use. And yes. so I'm constantly marking those things down in my life so that I don't forget them. I have so many notes on my phone. Like my most valuable asset <laughs> is probably my cell phone note section because it's just got so many random things in it yeah. that are are helpful. In fact, I, I heard... Uh, the story about Joel Houston, who is the worship leader of Hillsong United. And he lived in New York City and he was getting mugged. And, you know, the guy asked for all of his money. And then he said, man, give me your cell phone. And he was literally like, listen, I will go to the bank and give you every dollar out of the ATM. Wow. Please do not take my cell phone. It's got all these notes and songs that I've been writing. Like yeah. it is the most valuable commodity yeah. that I have in my life. And, and when I heard that story, I thought to myself, man, that's that's so true. All the notes, all the the random sayings, yeah. all the one-liners, all of those things that I'm just constantly writing down. And I don't write them down on paper. I write them down in my note section of my phone. It's well, probably the most sure valuable. Well, make sure you back up your cell phone every day <laughs> so you can download those things if you ever get mugged in yeah, New York City. Yeah, just in case. For sure. For sure. I don't think anybody's going to New York City right now, so it's okay. <laughs> probably not. I think sometimes, you know what I hear people come out of service all the time. And they're like, it's almost like you knew, you know, you were talking to me, like, how did you know what was happening in my life? Yeah. You know, I think that comes out of so many people are dealing with the same thing. They just, they just don't realize other people are dealing with it. And I think as a pastor, you probably see that all the time through yeah. conversations and, you know, just being around people. Well, it's the, it's the, 
human psychology of all of this that for some reason we didn't think I'm the only one. Yeah. But all of us in reality are facing the same fears, the same insecurities. Mm -hmm. Yep. The same inadequacies, yep. the same desires for love. Yeah. The enemy just have has a great way of deceiving us to yeah. make us think you're you're all alone. You need to, you know, keep this silent or not share it with anybody. Yeah. Or nobody will understand or you know, whatever great thing God makes, the enemy will come and make a cheap counterfeit of it. Mm. Yeah. And it will get us to buy into the counterfeit. Yeah. And think that that is satisfactory and, and we'll be never understanding that there's this great thing that we could have mm -hmm. and wondering why we're, we're, why that counterfeit is leaving us empty. Yeah. I think, you know, you talked about using illustrations, you use stories a lot, you make fun of yourself, you know, you. I'm the easiest person <laughs> to make fun of, so. People are always, I think when people are with us and something happens, they're like, oh my gosh, is that going to end up in a sermon, you know, because. Probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Most likely, if it was good, it's going to end I up in know. a sermon. I don't know, I've been there a few times when I hear you telling a story, I'm like, that is so exaggerated, TJ. I did not do it, like. <laughs> Listen, what you, I remember in my mind and what is reality, and, and I true. think this is true for all of us, you know, what, what happened in reality and what happened in our mind are totally different things. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, that illusion. Yeah. You, you have a lot of illusions, I think. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say a lot of delusions, but. <laughs> well, that too, that too. Um, well, is there any final thing that you want to share with us that you think people would like to hear maybe about, you know, your process or just who you are as a pastor or, you know, any of those things. What's your favorite thing about being a pastor? Wow. My favorite thing <laughs> about being a pastor. I think my favorite thing about being a pastor is, is when you see somebody's life be radically transformed by the power of God. Yeah. And knowing that you got to play a small part in that process of changing their destiny forever. You know, it's, it's those moments that keep you going through the difficult moments, mm -hmm. the demoralizing moments, yeah. the, the demeaning moments. Yeah. Um, and, and that makes it all worth it at the end of the day. There's nothing better than at the end of service when you see somebody raise their hand yeah. and say, man, I, I want to surrender my will and my way to yeah. Jesus and I want to follow him. And, you know, we get to see that every single weekend. And we get to see that every single weekend because people are constantly inviting their friends and their families to a place that we believe that we have created where everyone's welcome yeah. because nobody's perfect and anything's possible. And and that that's a testament to the community mm -hmm. that is at Coastal Community Church, that yeah. they're not just loving God themselves, but they're actually loving people. They're loving the, not only the people that already know God, but they're loving the people that don't know God. And because right. of that love, they feel comfortable enough to follow them into an unfamiliar environment called church right. where there's a lot of thought processes of like, this is what church is. This is what how they're going to act. This is what they're going to think of me. Mm -hmm. And then when they get here and there are people totally that, are, that are excited to see them yes. that are outside, that are, that are high-fiving them, they walk in, they can get a, a cup of coffee or a or a cappuccino at the coffee bar and they can walk into service and 
there's some really fantastic music that's going on that maybe they don't really even understand, but they're like, man, there's something like, there's a weird feeling here. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. They just yeah. don't know it yet. Yeah. And then uh, a really good looking ball guy gets up and my gosh, we have to bring that up every time, <laughs> man. If, if I got the mic, I'm going to say what I true, want, true. you know? And so, and you know, talks in a pretty authentic and real way. Yeah. And they realize that that guy doesn't have it all together. They don't have it all together, but there is somebody who wants to put it all together yeah. and that's Jesus. And, yeah. and that's, that's the amazing thing yeah. about our, our community here that we're a part of at Coastal. I love that. And I don't think we always get to hear all of those stories. So maybe you're somebody that's listening and man, God has impacted you or done something amazing in your life. We would love to be able to hear about that. So Share those stories with us. You can email us at info at coastalcommunity.tv. Tell one of our volunteers. Like, I think those things can be such an encouragement to other people. So thank you so much, TJ, for coming and hanging out on our very first ever Coastal Midweek podcast. It was awesome. Man, that was so much fun for me to get to sit down with TJ and get to share a part of him that maybe is so behind the scenes and that nobody really knows, you know, what goes into those different types of processes. And what I thought was so key that shapes so much of his messages and series and all of those times are that personal time with God, that personal devotional time. And I think the same can be true of all of us. If we begin to develop those routines and those habits and that specific time with God, it begins to bleed over into every area of our life and our marriage and our parenting and relationships and our jobs. You know, just having that consistent time with God begins to bring life to all of those other areas, begins to speak into and shape all of those other areas of life. You know, one of the things that I love that he began to talk about and that he was sharing is that whatever great thing God makes, the enemy will always make a cheap counterfeit. And man, that is so powerful when we begin to think about how many times we settle for a cheap counterfeit. How many times do we settle for something that's second best in our life. And recently, Pastor TJ actually did a message where he talked about that. And so we'll put a, a link to that in our show notes where you can go back and listen, where he unpacks that a little bit throughout his message. But we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss any content. We're going to be doing this every single week where we'll be sharing stories or we'll be interviewing Pastor TJ. Also, you know what? Take a screenshot of it and share it on social media and make sure you tag us at Coastal Church. We'll, we will see you guys back here next week. Hope you have an incredible week.